All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Tuesday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories in Richmond, but also sometimes outside of Richmond as well. <laughs> um, but we'll begin, uh, we'll begin actually with Richmond. Uh, David, you were uh, down at the uh, co-star groundbreaking this morning, although really we want to begin with the story that wasn't co-star. Uh, you, uh, you've been handling the mass shooting stuff uh plot stuff recently um and the, the the mayor uh spoke uh spoke on that after uh the last uh, couple of court proceedings uh what did what did mayor lavar stoney have to say in regards to uh what's been going on with the mass shooting plot yeah he spoke very very briefly um he, he was not uh really enthusiastic about uh saying much uh but uh basically um despite the fact that like we talked about yesterday um, that now that we know what was in the tip, uh, the tip doesn't, uh, say, uh, anything that necessarily, uh, indicts, um, Alvarado, uh, Leo Duvon. Alvarado Duvon, yeah. yes. Uh, and you know, just the lack of evidence beyond the tip and the guns that they found in their house that matched the tip's description uh, the lack of evidence that there was such a plot. Um, basically, when asked about that, uh, the mayor said, you know, look, they found the guns that matched the description in their house. Those guns could have been very dangerous in the wrong hands. Uh, so from there, I'm just going to let the court do its thing. Uh, and he wouldn't really say anything beyond that. Um, he's, you know, basically said that he trusts the court and he's not going to say anything until they have a decision. And, and of course, this makes sense for the, the mayor on a couple of levels. One, you don't want to jeopardize the case. Mm-hmm. You, and more importantly, right now, you don't want to double down on what potentially has been a bad bad story for, for the mayor and for the police chief from, from the mm-hmm. start. Um, makes no sense to continue to, to, to try and um, stay on that path if you don't have to, especially since the chief has now, you know, resigned. That's sort of taken some of the heat off, off of the mayor a little bit where, you know, he can sort of, you know, if he needed to lay it on the chief, although he hasn't as of yet, let's be honest, he's he's supported the chief fairly strongly. But, uh, you know, him him not commenting any further sort of, you know, does it, keeps him from having to, 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 uh, to take greater heat. He definitely, he seems like he wants to put it behind him as quickly as, as possible, especially now that uh, you know, the chief, like you said, has resigned, not necessarily because of it, but certainly um, the this was part of the whole situation that led a lot of people to want him to resign. Right. Right. Exactly. And, you know, it, 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 it um, exacerbated the the cracks that were already there, so to speak, made the mm-hmm. moves, you know. Um, but you are also there for the the co-star announcement. Um what did you get out of the uh, the announcement there? Now, you know, I know they made this announcement back in December. This is prior to your your employment here. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, you know, where they were going to expand and bring a whole bunch of jobs. What did, what did they have to say today as they started to break ground uh, downtown? Yeah. Uh, you know, governor Youngkin was there as well as mayor Stoney uh, and uh, city councilwoman, Ellen Roberts, uh, Robertson, excuse me, um, who represents that district. Um, and when they spoke as well as when the CEO spoke, um, you know, the emphasis was very much that CoStar is saying they're committing long-term to the city of Richmond pretty much. Um, and in fact, uh, the CEO, uh, Andy Florence joked, uh, about, you know, this is, they're putting up the first tower and he, there weren't enough chairs for everyone to sit down. And he made a joke about when we build the fourth tower, uh, we'll make sure we have enough chairs. And, uh, you know, I, I got to talk to him a little bit after the fact, and he, you know, that was a joke, but at the same time, they are already like, they're committing long-term to the city of Richmond and providing, you know, jobs here. I know they said there's going to be at least 2000 new hires, uh, for when this uh, office space is complete. Um, And, you know, Governor Youngkin uh, really emphasized it as um, he said that basically, you know, they want more young people moving to Richmond. They want more young people staying in Richmond. Um, And CoStar employs a lot of young people. So they're hoping that, you know, this will do that. as well as, you know, uh, bringing in, you know, the additional tax money that more jobs brings. Yeah, I was just taking a look at the uh, the stats from the announcement back in December. I think it's almost a, a half billion dollar investment. Uh, Two thousand sixty million. Yeah. And, and two and two towers. Did I get that uh, correct? So two buildings, as I understand okay. it. One, one um, tower, one tower, one building. Yeah, one one five story building and then one tower gotcha. um, and as well as, you know, a small amphitheater that they hope will be uh, part of the Folk Fest. And they talked about, you know, it's right there at Browns Island and they want to take some of that property eventually, apparently, and turn it into a uh, restaurant like dining and retail type area. Uh, you know, it sounds like they got of idea, a lot of ideas flying around right now. but. Um, you know, like I said, you know, and this is why Mayor Stoney and uh, Council Member Robertson seem so excited about this, too, is it's a long term investment in Richmond as a market. Yeah. And, and I was going to ask you exactly where this is, but you did mention it's down near Browns Island, uh, Fifth Street, I believe. Um, right on Fifth Street. It's, uh, you know, they've already there's already a lot of big buildings right there. And it's right by, you know, the the parking lot for. Uh, like Treadger Ironworks, um, okay. but it's right there, uh, right there where the Folk Fest happens, where a lot of people go to the river. Uh, I believe Dominion's down there too. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a high traffic area, and so they're hoping to sort of throw their hats in there as well. Gotcha. Now you mentioned the governor. The governor has actually had a pretty busy day. He was down in Petersburg uh, earlier in the day. Uh, ribbon cutting for a uh, multimodal transit um, facility, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but more importantly, he was talking about a lot of the efforts that they're making down in Petersburg. In fact, we actually talked to state police yesterday on on some of what they're doing, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, fighting crime and stuff in Petersburg. But 
Um, he mentioned uh, one of the major things that I think everyone who, who may not live in Petersburg, but notices um, <laughs> the Ramada Inn, which you covered, you know, when they officially made the announcement. It's my first press conference. Yes. Uh, when I sent you down to, down to Petersburg back in August. Um, and of course, they were talking about, hey, we're going to have it down by the end of the year. Well, I've driven through Petersburg recently and it's November now. The hotel's yeah. still there. Um that doesn't that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. No, the governor said he's been given assurances. He talked to the crews. He talked to the crews today. He said the 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 Ramada Inn is coming down. Um, and and this really does sound like and and you went back you covered it back in August. Uh, an exciting redevelopment possibility for for the city. I know they talked mm-hmm. about uh, you know new buildings, new a whole bunch of new stuff basically in the area. Yeah, at the at the time. You know, there was a, a lot of talk about uh, like a five star restaurant um, potentially in uh, conjunction with a potential casino development. Um, and I know there's been, you know, plenty of back and forth about all that since then. But they're looking to make it a uh, a major development for the city of Petersburg. I mean, it quite quite literally is the entrance to the city. It, you know, yes. it, it, it would look a lot better if it didn't have a hotel that was literally falling apart, you know, right there. <laughs> um, and if they put, you know, and, it, and it's an opportunity too. it's an absolute opportunity to, to, to showcase the city in a different way. If you get rid of that hotel and put something else there. Mm-hmm. So um, final story we cover, and this was actually not local. This was down in Norfolk. Um, and, and this predates your, your time here. There was a shooting back in March, um, and in, it was basically an, an overnight into a weekend shooting um, outside of some restaurants in downtown Norfolk. And they've, they've had some issues at, in, in downtown Norfolk this year, um, in which three people were killed, um, including a Virginian pilot uh, newspaper reporter. Um, and what, what made this story I don't even want to say more tragic, but, but, you know, basically more tragic um, was the fact that she was actually supposed to be the breaking news reporter that morning for the Virginian pilot. And the newspaper called her um, to cover this shooting that had occurred downtown. She never Mm. answered the phone. They got another reporter to come in and in the process of reporting the, the story discovered that she was in fact, one of the three victims, one of the three people killed in this shooting. Mm. Well, the court proceedings have been going on. The guy they believed was responsible was arrested two months after the shooting and um, court proceedings have been going on. And today prosecutors withdrew the charges against uh, the man because witnesses didn't come to court and they basically didn't have much of a case without the witnesses. And so they've withdrawn the ca- the uh, the charges. The hope is they will be able to bring them back at a later date. Um, they're just not proceeding right now, um, because they don't have the witnesses to be able to proceed. So uh, this is an unfortunate chapter in, in this case. Um, and it's not just the reporter that was killed. There was two other people killed. She was an innocent bystander there. Um, I believe the other two were as well. And it was a shooting that basically occurred over reportedly a spilled drink that then became a confrontation outside and, gunshots were fired and three people ended up, ended up dying. Um, So it's an unfortunate uh, chapter in this story. Like I said, 
Um, and uh, we'll we'll continue to keep an eye on it um, to see how, how it resolves itself. So that is basically what we have for you on uh, this Tuesday. Um, a lot of lot of news in a lot of different places. You know, we went from uh, to Richmond to Petersburg to Norfolk, so we covered a covered a lot of a lot of mileage today. Um, but uh, we'll keep an eye on things, obviously, as we go through the rest of the week. I know tomorrow there's a news conference planned uh, dealing with some potential improvements to traffic out near Short Pump. Uh, Jeff Stapleton is going to be handling that tomorrow. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll also see how much he's able to cover because they're holding it during rush hour out in Short Pump, which makes no sense whatsoever. Um, if you're asking, I mean, I understand you want to stress that, but it doesn't make, to, to me, it doesn't make sense to actually, uh, you know, try try and have people drive through that at, at, at five o'clock. They're <laughs> trying to demonstrate the problem. Yeah, right. I, I understand that's what they're trying to do, but it, it you know, it's going to be a problem for reporters to get there. So, but anyways, this has been the uh, Tuesday evening edition of his news to us. He's David Lefkowitz. I'm Matt Demline. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.